I'm Chanel Moore, your host, and welcome to the Daughter's Diary Podcast, a podcast by a daughter, but for everyone. Thank you for joining in. Welcome to the Daughter's Diary Podcast. I have a very, very special guest with me today and you know what if you know her like you can't introduce her <laughs> yourself so i'm just gonna let her introduce herself because she's a lot of person yeah and i don't want to get in the way of it so go ahead what is up everybody it's whitney morgan <laughs> your favorite podcaster so far <laughs> i'm so excited to be here and to just be here with Chanel and to talk about Daughters, a life-changing book. If you don't have a copy, what are you doing? What are you doing? Where is your copy at? Where is your copy? Um, <laughs> go go cop that immediately. But yes, I'm excited to be here and I'm ready to dive in. Dive it's in. Lit. Dive in. Whitney, I am very grateful for you to be here actually yeah. as well and just talk about the book and do something different. So yeah. it's just fun. We're always chatting anyway, so always. it'll practically be a conversation between us, but people will actually get to hear it instead of just well, randomness, okay. instead of just randomness between yes. us two. Um, so the book, the book, the book, daughters, daughters, Every what did you think of it? Wow. Um, first Without was, gassing me up. Really? Okay. Well, dang. <laughs> first I was, um. It came at a time where I needed to be reminded of who I was in the Lord's eyes. Um, I am a daughter. Um, I am a sister. I am an aunt. I'm a teacher. I'm all these things. Um, and sometimes daughters gets pushed to the last list mm. of that. Yeah. Um, just, just because it just does. Um, and so the book came at a time where I needed to be reminded of who I was in God um, and who I am in God. And so... I love the book. It allowed me to kind of ask myself some questions of about who I am and whose I am. And so my mm-hmm. relationship with the Lord at the time was, it was a little rocky. Just keep it real. It was a little off balance at the time. And so the book came and when I read it, it just kind of, it challenged me, which mm-hmm. was not what I was expecting. I was expected <laughs> to be loved throughout the whole book, you know, <laughs> but it challenged me and uh, it really allowed me to, to form an even deeper, more intimate relationship with the Lord. And so um, that's, to me, that was the best part of it was that I got to kind of dig deep into, you know, how God views me rather than how I view him and what I think he's Mm. supposed to do. I got to learn about what I'm supposed to be doing and, um, and our, in my relationship with the Lord. So it was, the book was fire. It was great. Great Mm. read, quick read too. So I got what I needed. That's very important that you said um, how God views me and not necessarily what I expect him to be doing for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think it's easy to, well, I think when you start talking about God as a father, which a lot of times is difficult for people because they haven't had the father figure Mm -hmm. that they should have had. Um, And I've said in the past, I had a phenomenal father. So it's not as difficult for me to see God Mm -hmm. as a good father because Mm -hmm. I had the example of a good father. Um, But then it's easy to just start saying, well, if he's my dad, then this is what he should be doing for Mm -hmm. me as Mm -hmm. my dad. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to forget like your task 
mm-hmm. a daughter. Yeah. And that's pretty much what you just said. And I, I don't know if I've, I even thought of it that way, mm-hmm. um, writing it or rereading it myself. So it's just so funny that, that you point that out. Yeah. You thought of it. So. It was important. And, and just kind of talking about that, um, I grew up in a family with uh, two parents and then they were divorced. And then dad moved away and I was with mom. So, and I am always have been a daddy's girl. Just, Mm -hmm. it's just in me. I don't, when he calls, I'm like, that's my dad. (laughs) I go right into kindergarten, Whitney with the pigtails. Um, uh, But as an adult, there were certain things I didn't understand as a child. And Mm -hmm. so I carried some of that frustration, misunderstanding into my relationship with the Lord thinking that okay you're my father so you you need to do a b c d e f and g okay when i ask for it knowing (laughs) that that's not what a real father does a real father does tell you no does tell you yes does lead you on the right path so in reading daughters i discovered that i had a a to-do list as well (laughs) (laughs) that was expected of me and i wasn't really on my job per se um so many times as, as daughters of christ we you know, we think of God as a microwave, you know, mm. I need it instantly right now. And mm. that's the generation in the, that we live in. You know, we have iPhones, we have Androids, things that click quickly that we can instantly get what we need. Whereas God, lo- God's love is more of an oven. Mm. It's thoroughly cooked through and it's, it's, you know, it gives us what you need. The nutrients is packed in there, you know? So <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I had learned about that with the Lord, but I just was kind of used to, you know, being the the bratty daughter, if you will, mm-hmm. the spoiled daughter, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> and I was just like, he's not moving fast enough. Oh, you know, man. God, I prayed to you yesterday. I'm expecting it today. <laughs> and it wouldn't come. And I'd be really, I'd be very confused. So daughters kind of helped me understand, like, you got to have grace. You know, you have to understand that, you know, who you are is important to him and who he is should be important to you. Hence the reason you have to understand his job and role in your life. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. yeah that's Uh, what helped me um as somebody who's read the book actually read studied the book yes (laughs) was a part of the final push to get the edits in Mm -hmm. for the book what has been your favorite part um oh man that's hard to choose i have to say my favorite chapters i'm just breaking down like this (laughs) dynamic and unique Mm. Um, dynamic because, well, first it was the first thing I got to read first. So I always <laughs> have a love for that. And, um, unique because being a black Christian young woman, all four of those things, mm-hmm. um, you are unique. It's an, it's a, it's a very rare breed. Um, and so I had to understand what that, what unique meant. Cause when I was younger, unique meant weird. That mm. was just a, and coming from the South. If somebody says, oh, that's so unique. That's weird. Mm-hmm. You know? And if they followed up with a bless your heart. Oh, God. Bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. Sweet mm. girl. You know, <laughs> you know? They just insulted you. <laughs> they just key. insulted you with a smile. So I had to kind of <laughs> dig deep into finding out what unique meant and incorporating the word um, into what it means to be unique, like being the apple of the Lord's eye. And, you know, I'd never really thought of it that way. I just thought, you know, He's God. I'm wit. This is the way it's supposed to be. But in reading um, the chapter unique, I just kind of discovered some things about myself that I really I thought I knew, but you Mm. don't. I didn't know. And so it kind of shocked me and it kind of challenged me to look at myself and others, Lord and others in a unique way. So (laughs) because 
whew, my my outlook on certain people and things was was unique. And so I had to <laughs> dig deeper into what that really meant and what that meant as a as a Christian and how and what it means as a believer to know that somebody is unique and that you're unique to the Lord. So yeah. Unique was my favorite one. Unique. My favorite chapter. Unique. And we talk about Mary in Mary. Unique. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And that girl Mary. That girl Mary, who wow. was really quite simple. Like yeah. I think that's what made the book unique is that a lot of the women were really just very simple women. Like you have Leah who doesn't even like see herself as beautiful and is not really considered beautiful by anybody else. You have Mary who's just a simple servant, servant girl. Um, And then these phenomenal things happen in their lives. (laughs) Boom, a a baby. baby. Boom, a baby. A savior. A baby came. That was that was a lot. When I read, um, you know, as a believer, my mother's a pastor, my grandmother's an apostle. So I grew up in church. I grew up playing Mary, being Mary, writing about <laughs> Mary. You know, when I was in trouble, my mother would take my phone away and I'd have to read the Bible. So I'd go right to Mary because that was just as quick as I could get, you know. So um, several encounters with Mary. Mary, did you know, is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And I play Christmas carols throughout the year. Okay? I'm with it. Come at me. I'm with it. Okay. Um, and when I think about Mary's life, I kind of compare it to my own. Um, she was, she loved the Lord with all her heart. She was a servant. You know, she was a kid. She was free. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And so for an angel to come, a lot of us read the angel appeared and said, Mary, don't be afraid. (laughs) And I used to think, why, why was, why would he say, Mary, don't be afraid. That didn't make any sense. And then I realized, like, how the, the word describes angels, and I, too, would have been afraid <laughs> as well. And when, you know, the angel says to her, you're going to bear a child, you need to name him Jesus, he's going to save the world, it's going to be amazing. Like, I think about what that would be like today mm. if an angel appeared to me and said, hey, Whitney, mm. I want to let you know you're going to have a son, and he's going to save the world. The very first thing I would have said is, are you sure you're at the right house? Um, <laughs> several Whitney's in this world. But um, all jokes aside, it, it ministered to me because I have, sometimes I don't really put myself in other people's shoes because I'm so concerned about my own shoes. But when I read about Mary and when I read about the courage that she had to have, the the things that she had to go through to bear Jesus, it wasn't like a, a, an amazing experience. She had mm-hmm. to go through some things to be the mother of a the Christ. And so in reading unique and reading about Mary, it just allowed me to think about the times where the Lord has come to me and told me I had an assignment hmm. and to not be afraid to accomplish that assignment and to get it done, you know, and did it get done? We can talk about that. Another time. Uh, next podcast, <laughs> next podcast, but it allowed <laughs> me to see that when, when the Lord presents you with something that needs to be done, you have to kind of go in boldly, full force and if you read the word you read that mary ends up singing a praise song to the lord like Mm -hmm. oh this is so great i'm so excited i'm gonna serve you i don't think i would have been singing that song i think i I would have been really like why me are you sure i don't know if this is it but so reading about mary kind of encouraged me to whatever assignments before me that i need to get done and do it with joy she was joyful about what was gonna happen to her Sometimes I'm not as joyful. Sometimes mm. I question the Lord. Like, are you sh- me? You want me to do this? This is a bit much. But that had to be my favorite chapter just because it just allowed me to 
think about all the assignments that I've been assigned by the Lord and think about how I need to execute them with boldness and with singing and with joy. So, yeah, that was pretty epic, Mm -hmm. that chapter. Question. (laughs) Was there anybody that you wished was in the book that wasn't? Hmm. That's a tough question. That's a toughie. Oh, man. Um, let's see. Jael, mm, I want to say. No, mm, she's Jael. I almost, it's so funny. Well, I think it's a little piece of her in there. Just a little bit. I wanted a I little more. I almost went with her, she actually. She was a beast. I she was almost did. And I was like, wait, I don't really know how to. She, yeah, <laughs> right. Because she was something serious. Um, she... You know, when I when I think about um, all the women that you did put in the book, I wanted a little more Jael, just because she was somebody's daughter. Yeah, know who her daddy was, um, but she was somebody somebody's daughter, and the way she executed what she executed had to be nothing short of being a daughter, because mm. she was courageous and she was fearless and she was dynamic and she was extremely unique. Had would I have been able to, you know, mm. kill a soldier? Probably not. Um, <laughs> so I would have been afraid to break a nail. And I didn't, you know, I don't want to get into that. But um, <laughs> she she was really, uh, she was a boss. That's the best way I can put it. She was, was. really great at what uh, she did. But, um, yeah, I would have liked to see a little more Jael in there. But, I mean, I've got my favorite woman in here. So I wasn't really mad about anything because mm. you know Jael was pretty cool but she's not Esther though she's not Esther. she ain't Esther though <laughs> okay Esther was that girl that's actually funny because while you were talking I was like oh my gosh what if there was a parallel book to like the traits that you didn't mm. want to have oh man as a daughter because I thought started thinking about a couple of Saul's daughters and mm-hmm. just their choices and mm-hmm. some different things like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if there were, uh, I don't know, not, not an anti-daughter. Cause <laughs> <laughs> anti-daughter. But obviously like a daughter book where there aren't, tra- where there are traits that you're like, mm, you probably don't want to display right. this type of character. Yeah. But as you say, that's a topic for another that's day. That's a topic for another time. A topic for another time. Yeah. So if you don't have the book, the book goes into each um, character trait and a person from a woman from the Bible that displayed their character trait. It has discussion questions at the end and poetry in there as well. So I know Mary was your favorite chapter, but was it also your favorite poem? No, it wasn't. Mm. Uh, Leah's poem was my favorite. Mm. Leah's poem resonates with I mean it when I read it the first time I cried because everybody talks about Hannah you know what I'm saying because she was the one she was that girl you know but all of us have been Leah yeah all of us are Leah in Mm -hmm. some aspect of our lives and um when I read Leah like I said it made me cry the first time because I am a very confident person you know, I think I'm great. I'm really smart. And, you know, I'm around women that encourage me to do so. But there are parts of each woman's life, any woman, any daughter, um, that you feel like Leah. And for me at the time when I read, when I first read Leah and I had read it when you were editing and at first it didn't really, I was like, Oh, that's a nice poem. Great job, Chanel. You know, but then (laughs) it was something about when I got it and when I was going through what I was going through, 
grieving and kind of, you know, trying to figure out what that was like and all that, I realized that it was in reading her, the poem, it was kind of eye-opening for me to realize that it's okay to feel, you know, not okay. It's okay to feel Mm -hmm. ugly because there have been times, um, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only uh, daughter out there who's felt ugly, whether that's professionally, physically, emotionally. And at the time for me, it was spiritually. Um, I didn't feel like I was connected. I didn't feel like I was the one at the time to be called out and to just be doing her thing and do, you know, in my Hannah mode, as I call it. I was definitely in a Leah mode because I didn't feel like I belonged. I didn't Mm. feel like God could hear me. I didn't feel like he was understanding Mm. at the time. And so when I was reading about Leah, I was like, hey, there's somebody that felt this way too. And they're in the Bible. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not alone. Um, So it moved me to tears because, you know, those Leah parts of us as daughters, we don't want to explore those. No. We don't want to bring those out and kind of showcase them to the world. If anything, you're, you you want to show your Hannah. You know what I'm saying? You want to show I'm I'm doing I'm doing great and everything's but you know, we as daughters don't like to display that sad or unsure, insecure yeah. part of us. Like Leah, yeah. it was I mean, hers was all the way out there, okay? It was. <laughs> um, everybody reminded her. And everybody and every and everybody <laughs> reminded her. And it was it was too to the point to where she, you know, it brought her down on her knees. And and if anything I've learned is that hurt, pain, grief, whatever, it will bring you to the Lord. Because there's mm-hmm. only he's the only one that can really handle all that at one time. Yeah. And so Leah had to be my favorite poem because it just reminded me like, yeah, you feel this way, but guess what? The Lord still loves you. The Lord still sees you. He understands you and he cares about you. And Mm -hmm. I think that when we get into that mode, the Leah mode of where we don't think anybody cares, when we don't think anybody understands when they consistently keep bringing it up, (laughs) you know, Uh, if you transfer that into today times, um, uh, if you transfer that into daytime, everybody was tweeting her about it. Everybody was Instagramming mm-hmm. her about it. Everybody was telling their mom to tell her about it. And they was messaging. I mean, and it, that's a lot for a person. And I think that in discovering that, I realized that the only person that you can lean on during that time is the Lord. And so, and what was crazy was when I first read it, I was like, Oh, poor Leah. Anyway, let's move on. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to dig into what she was feeling, yeah. you know. Um, but that had to be my favorite poem, just because it reminded me that though things were are not and were not the way I wanted them, that the Lord was still tangible to me. He was mm. still able to understand. I see you, daughter. I love you, daughter. You're going through sometimes this is what happens, but I'm still here. Yeah. The the you're at rock bottom, but come closer to me. I'm going to be your father. And so that was it was powerful. You know, and at first I just I didn't want to dig deep into that because I was just like, I don't wanna I don't wanna be sad. I don't wanna be, you know, reminded of how sad I am all yeah. the time. Yeah. But in order to heal, you have to open up you have to open up the wound. You got to clean it out so that it can be, um, you know, clean and so that you can get the help that you need. And that's, so I felt like with Leah, it kind of opened up a wound for me that had, you know, kind of been infected and kind of 
um, needed guide. I needed guidance. And so with that, it kind of just opened up a different can of worms mm. and it helped me. I'm, yeah. I'm good now, but yeah. that was kind of the, the starting point. Yeah. For me, so. Leah is actually, Leah is probably my favorite. Um, and then the woman with the issue of blood, mm. those two poems wow. are, That's a good one are my favorite poems. Mm. That's a good one. Those are just like the ones that I think really, really speak to today's time. Yeah. And not to say that the others don't, but it's, yeah, like it's a really different situation. (laughs) Like Esther was a queen, so everybody's Mm. not going to be a queen. Mary bore Jesus Christ, our savior. Like no one else is going to do that. that. Right. But like Leah, like you said, is a very regular person Mm -hmm. who has really real emotions Mm -hmm. and feels ugly Mm -hmm. and doesn't feel loved and feels Mm -hmm. the way that a lot of us feel Mm -hmm. a lot of times. And then the woman with the issue of blood had a problem that only Jesus could fix. And it took faith for her to believe that he could do it. Mm -hmm. And so those two in particular, I feel like are, the most um, relevant yeah. in in most of my life right, right now, mm-hmm. I think is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, g- going through those emotions, yeah. um, revealing them as as they say at church, reveal God reveals what He wants to heal, and yeah. so mm-hmm. revealing when I feel ugly mm-hmm. and seeing what He says about me, mm-hmm. um, revealing when I don't feel emotionally well yeah and seeing what he says about that like mm-hmm. acknowledging him as comforter mm-hmm. and i feel like those two chapters in particular yeah um were that in the book mm-hmm. um in closing in closing what would you like to see more of when it comes to daughters in particular Funny you ask that. Oh, God. <laughs> I have a list here. I should have never. Uh, <laughs> um, like I said, I'm a teacher. I love what I do. I love teaching the littles. I teach first grade. Um, so something for them, something for the mm. little folks, for the something little daughters the out there. Um, because I, at a, people don't realize that at a tender age, kindergarten, first grade, that's really when you mm. are really dependent on dad, really when you're dependent on mom and you're learning so many things, your teeth are falling out. Like you got a lot going on. <laughs> you got to do homework. It's a lot changing. Um, and so, you know, reading daughters at my school, actually one of my sweet little girls at the time was like, Miss Morgan, what are you reading? I'm like, Oh, I'm reading daughters by my friend Chanel. What's it about? It's about being a daughter for God. Well, I and for her to say, I already am it, am that. I'm like, oh, okay, well, excuse me. <laughs> but just something, I think something for the for the little daughters out there because um, had I had this book as a, a little girl, mm. I think a lot of things would have been different for me. Um, you know, I wasn't always this confident. I wasn't always this verbose. I was very shy. I am five, nine. I used to hide behind my sister who was five, five Mm -hmm. when I was younger. Um, I didn't really like to talk. My mother used to say, you need to use your words. And I would whisper to my sister and tell her to use her words for me. (laughs) Um, had I had something like this, I was very, a fearful child, very, um, quiet and shy and wasn't really, you know, outspoken and confident had I had a little daughter's book I feel like my the way I view things as a as a six-year-old as an eight-year-old as a 12-year-old uh would have been really different um what else would I 
expect from daughters. You heard it. Whitney's writing daughters for kids. <laughs> no. Oh no. Out next year. No. Ooh, ooh, Chanel. Out next March years, for Women's y'all. History Month. <laughs> <laughs> you all heard it. No. Um, who knows what the Lord will have me do? Very true. Um, who knows? I'm Very down true. for whatever he's down for. Um, maybe, and I know this is, they're not daughters, but something for the sons. Yeah. We got to, we got to get something for the sons. Cause this, if it's daughters is powerful. Um, and it helped, and it's helped so many women that I know of. Um, and I just feel like the sons need some daughters too. They need a little, they need some help with what they got going on too. I so. agree. I totally agree. Uh, we they need that. The men need that. There's um when we were reading daughters at church, um, it opened up, you know, so many different things and it just caused us to kind of go back into our childhood. Yeah. And um and here we are thinking, Oh, we're gonna talk about what it's like to be a daughter as an adult. But really when you read the book, it takes you back to mm. that little girl that you were and it takes you back to those relationships with your father, grandmother, grand grandfather those things like that so i think that would be something great for the men we need a son's book sons you heard it whitney is commissioning gentlemen godly men to write sons come on sons out next june for father's day i don't know if we can get that date but out next june for father's day that'd be be great if it was out next june that'd be great (laughs) so we need that we gotta have we gotta get that together get the ball rolling on that I feel that. I, I agree. Men need Men need, need a little something too. Mm-hmm. So, well, I definitely appreciate you hopping on today. I'm so happy. It feels we'll great. have to get you back. Yes, you will. You're so good. You I'm should so have your excited. own podcast. Well, you're pushing Whitney's words. Whitney's Boom. words. Whitney's words. Whitney's Who words. Knows? Who knows? You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just y'all. The news is here. Stuff is happening on the daughter's podcast. Whitney's okay? words out next. Gotta March. figure that out. I don't Whitney's know. Whitney's words. Be out next March, y'all. Uh, okay, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesdays are Whitney's words. You all heard it, folks. Oh goodness. We shall see. <laughs> Put we'll some see. fire in the chat. For yeah, Whitney's say words. something. Comment. Hashtag daughters, come on, we, we need something because I ain't got no encouragement, y'all. I ain't gonna do it. Whitney's words, Whitney's words, Whitney's words, Wit's words, Wit's words. It's so weird when people say Whitney, you know. I know I never call you Whitney. Professional. That is weird. If you're professional, you're uh, with somebody, you say Whitney and then I'll respond. But like my family, family, friends, if I hear yeah, Whitney, I'm true. like, what did I do? Very rarely do I actually say yeah. Whitney. Whitney. That felt weird. Actually. That was weird, wasn't it? It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never been called Whitney before by any members of the Cobb family. That is the strange. That's my, mis- That's my mistake. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, thank you so much, Whit, yeah. for hopping on. We'll definitely have to have you back on again, and hopefully you'll come back. I will come back. Perfect. Thank for the daughters. Excellent. Out there. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you all who listened in. Um, This was the Daughter's Diary podcast with my friend Whitney. (laughs) But really just Whit. Just Whit. Bye, y'all. Bye. You've been listening to the Daughter's Diary podcast. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. For more information, you can visit our website at www.achanelmore.com. There, You'll find blogs, a store, more podcasts, and tips. Thank you for your time.